In today's show, it's time to look at rotation. That's it. That's the word. Rotation predictions for the Eastern Conference. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Thank you for making the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. And make sure you are checking out whatever your favorite team is. Uh, There is a Locked On show to cover your favorite team. So check them out. Available on all platforms as well. So we are two days away from the start of the NBA season. So what we're going to do today is take a look at rotations, projected starting lineups, who's out to begin the year, how rotations can look. And let's do that by starting over here in the old uh, in the old Eastern Conference. And we will start with the Atlanta Hawks. Um, I don't think there's too much of a surprise here at the moment. Onyeka Okongwu is out. He's going to be back in January, most likely from that shoulder injury, and he'll slide in to be the backup center. Um, we had a few guys that had some troubles in the preseason, but they're all ready to go. So the starting five almost definitely will be Trey Young. It'll be Bogdan Bogdanovich, DeAndre Hunter, uh, the Baptist John Collins, and Clint Capella. There's your starters. And then the rotation off the bench, I imagine, will be DeLon Wright, Kevin Herter, Cam Reddish, the Italian cock, Danilo Gallinari. Hands off my cock! And Gorgie Jeng. That leaves Lou Williams out of that mix. I think he'll probably end up being the 11th man. Uh, Solomon Hill, Timotei Lawawu Cabro, Jalen Johnson, Sharif Cooper. Those guys uh, yeah, won't be in the every night rotation. I guess there'll be some nights where you see 11 men play and Williams be one of them. Maybe Lou gets minutes there over D-line right. But as you can see with this rotation, it's why I'm not yeah, particularly bullish on Kevin Herter or Cam Reddish. There's just not enough minutes to go around for those guys to push to 27 or 30 minutes to be draftable options. It's just very, very hard on a team that is honestly as stacked as what this um, Hawks team is in terms of rotation depth to see those players getting enough minutes to be useful. Let's go to Boston. Um, at this point, there's no long-standing injuries. We don't know whether Al Horford and Jalen Brown will be ready to go for opening night. They're both dealing with positive COVID tests. Um, Robert Williams has been dealing with some knee problems, but he looks like he'll be ready to go. But the question is going to be Jalen and Al Horford. If they miss, they're not going to miss a bunch of time. This isn't exactly opening night, game one, rotation stuff we're looking at. Just what's going to happen for the first part of the season. And this is how I expect it. Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Al Horford, and then the Rock DJ, Robbie Williams. Now, I didn't think initially they'd go with that double big lineup, but it does feel like they're leaning that way. The bench rotation's tough. At this point... I've got them going with Dennis Schroeder, Peyton Pritchard, Josh Richardson, Aaron Neesmith, and Grant Williams. But Romeo Langford's been playing a ton of minutes in the preseason. How does he fit in there? There are games where Richardson sat out, where Schroeder sat out, where Pritchard has sat out, where Neesmith has been out. But there could be a role here for Langford. 
I also ummed and ahed between having Grant Williams or Ennis Cantor as that 10th guy in the rotation. Williams has played quite a bit recently. If Horford is out, Williams is definitely going to play. Um, but I think you might get the nod because obviously you can switch Horford and Williams, Rob Williams out to be center. And then Williams, uh, Grant Williams can come in and play the four. Jason Tatum can play the four. Then you've got a bunch of guards slash wings coming off the bench. So that's, again, that's more... Is it how I would do it? Not exactly, because I probably wouldn't have Horford and Williams starting. But it's a mix between how I think the bench guys look in terms of you know, Langford versus Pritchard, Richardson, Neesmith. I think he's slightly behind them, but he's been playing a lot, and maybe he can get a role there. It is a tough one to figure out. Yeah, the other guys here, Jabari Parker just got waived today. Um, yeah, and Ennis Cantor in Langford, not in that mix. Juancho Hernan Gomez, who didn't play much towards the end of the preseason. And then two-way guy, Sam Hauser and Bruno Fernando as well has made the roster. But that, that's sort of how I see that Celtics rotation shaking out early on. On to Brooklyn. Of course, there's no Kyrie Irving. We don't know if there's ever going to be a Kyrie Irving this season. It's really, really hard to predict that. The Nets, I think, are looking forward to... Um, to, well, not looking forward to it in terms of you know being excited, but more like they're anticipating him not being able to play. I did see some news that, that perhaps a new mayor in New York may remove the vaccine mandate rule heading into the 2022 portion of the season. So that is something that's worth looking at. Um, maybe that changes things. But at this point, this is a tough one to project for sure. We looked at the Celtics rotation. Their bench was all guards. Yeah, the Nets are in a, a different problem here. Like, I think their starters will be pretty locked in. Well, four of them at least. James Harden. Smoking Joe Harris, The Shark, Bruce Brown. Baby shark, obviously Kevin Durant. And then at center, I think it'll be LaMarcus Aldridge. But Nick Claxton started and played 24 minutes in the last preseason game. There was no Blake Griffin available in that one. So I don't know what they do at center. I get the feeling they're going to rotate that spot through quite a bit. Then on the bench, Paddy Mills, lock him in. Right, Millsap, Blake Griffin, Nick Claxton. It looks weird to have three power forward center types coming there, but I think that they will do that, and that will enable you know, them to rotate through that Aldridge position, but also play Millsap and Claxton or Millsap and Griffin together and then shift Durant down a position. And I think the final spot will end up going to DeAndre Bembry. It could go to Cam Thomas, but I think it will end up being Bembry there. Now, you could say that you know, maybe on every night, Millsap, Griffin, Claxton won't play that all three of them won't play. And then you get another uh, another wing slash guard type guy in there. Maybe Thomas can take one of those roles or, or James Johnson or Javon Carter. Um, I, I don't necessarily buy that. I think that Millsap, Griffin, Claxton, they'll find ways to get them all playing. So it won't be a ton, but that's how I see that going. Um, so the guy is not in that rotation there. I've got Thomas, uh, James Johnson, Javon Carter, Dayron Sharp, uh, Kessler Edwards, and David Duke who they just signed to be their second two-way guy. So that's how that's how we have that all uh, all looking at the moment. But I do have to now tell you guys about prize picks. Prize picks is something that you're going to love when you get out there and play. Do you know what it is? It is Daily Fantasy Made Easy, the best NBA DFS prop game out on the market. Prize picks offers more NBA props than any other DFS prop operator. All the superstar players, as well as the bench guys, any prop you can think of, most assists, most blocks, or over-under and blocks, or threes, or points, or whatever it is, it's easy to do. And whenever you go and deposit and you use the promo code NBA, you get a 100% match deposit up to 100 bucks. On prize picks, you pick two to five players, you get an over-under for their projections, and you just pick which side you want to be on. And you can win up to 10 times your entry. It's just you versus the projected numbers. You can also do mixed sport entries. 
Patrick Mahomes over under 300 yards or over under two interceptions with the way he's playing at the moment. Add that in with Dennis Schroeder under, over under five assists or LeBron James over under 24 points or whatever they're going to set it at. That's how you do it. Use the app or use the website pricepicks.com, but use our promo code NBA for that match deposit. Pricepicks is safe and offers fast withdrawals and the entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It is that easy. So go and check out Picks right now. Familiar problem you may have. You've got your live sport you watch somewhere, your on-demand shows somewhere else. You've got highlights you watch on your phone. Then you've got your neighbors log in for the other stuff that's out there that, of course, we all want to watch. I want to tell you about a simple way to get your TV together, and that is Direct TV Stream. It brings your live TV and on-demand favorites in one place together like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and TV shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there is no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion. And get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can find out more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required and content varies by package. Okay, let's move into looking at the Charlotte Hornets now and how their rotation could potentially shake out. Injuries to begin the year, they look like they're going to be okay in terms of long-term stuff. We are waiting to see about the status of Kelly Oubre Jr., Miles Bridges, and Terry Rozier, who all missed time in the preseason. In fact, Bridges had left that last game with some knee soreness. But Mason Plumley and Gordon Haywood are both ready to go after being in the COVID protocols. I imagine their starters will be Lamelo Ball, Terry Rozier, Gordon Haywood, Miles Bridges, and Mason Plumley. It's interesting having Miles and Mason next to each other. It just confuses me with the with the Miles and Mason Plumley scenario. Anyway, off the bench, I think it'll be Ish Smith, James Booknight, Kelly Oubre Jr., Cody Martin, and PJ Washington Jr. Now, I could easily see Booknight not being a part of that, or Cody Martin not being a part of that. I think what it will be is Martin plays early on, then Booknight takes that role later. And then in that additional spot, you get someone like a Jalen McDaniels, just a bit of a bigger body. Because you know Smith, Booknight, Ubre, Martin are all more ones, twos, or threes versus having anyone who can be a three or a four. So Jalen McDaniels could replace James Booknight in there to begin this season. I don't think Kai Jones is going to play much early on. Um, and then PJ Washington Jr., of course, coming off the bench. And him and Ubre will get the bulk of those bench minutes. So there's also Kai Jones there, Jalen McDaniels, as I said, Wes Awundu, JT Thorpe, Vernon Carey, and then the two two-way guys, Arnoldus Kaboka, Kulboka, and uh, Scotty Lewis. They still need to make a waiver cut, a roster cut. They've got 16 guaranteed deals. I think it will end up being Nick Richards that gets cut because you don't need that many centers. And, and I don't think he's very good, but it could be Carey. It could be Awundu who ends up getting cut there as well. So we don't know exactly uh, who that last guy is that's going to be out of that rotate or off that roster. Let's look at the Bulls. Kobe White will, will be out to begin the year. Probably the first couple of months. He'll be back at some point, November, November, December. So he's out for a while. Their starters are pretty straightforward. It's going to be uh, Lonzo Ball. It's going to be the skater boy, Zach Levine. It's going to be DeMar DeRozan, Patrick Williams, and... It's Vucevic. It's big Vucevic. Vucevic. Yes, Nikola Vucevic comes in there as the starting five. That's all locked and loaded. Pretty confident with that. Big minutes for all those guys. Off the bench, Alex Caruso is going to play quite a bit, especially while Kobe White is out. And then I think we're going to go with Javante Green, Troy Brown Jr., Derek Jones Jr., and Tony Bradley. Now, I think the juniors, Brown and Jones, and Bradley won't play a huge amount. I could also see, instead of Bradley, maybe Alizé Johnson. He's more of a four than a center, though, so that might be tough. Um, Marco Simonovic could get some minutes there. 
I don't really see Ayo Desumnu um, or Matt Thomas playing much there. They did sign Tyler Cook to a two-way, who had some moments in Detroit. His summer league was also horrendous. I'm not really sure about him. And then Devin Dotson also. But that's how I see the Chicago Bulls 10-man rotation starting off. And then I think you know, one of Troy Brown or, or Derek Jones probably misses out when Kobe White returns, just with how much they have been liking what Javante Green's been providing. I personally would just take Javante out. I don't think he's that good. But the way that he's been playing and the way the Bulls have been liking him, he could easily find himself sticking in there when Kobe White does end up returning. For the Cleveland Cavaliers, no injuries at this point to report on. I think they're going to go narrow with their rotation and only run nine guys because the guys that are on the bench, they're going to get a lot of minutes. In terms of starters, I think we can lock in Darius Garland, Colin Sexton, Isaac Okoro, Evan Mobley, and Jarrett Allen. I think that's straightforward. I don't think anything's changing there. But the reason why I think it's only going to be a nine-manner is that Rubio is going to play like 25 minutes a night. You're going to have the Discman, C.D. Osman playing there as well. And he's going to get like 18, 20 minutes perhaps. You're going to have Lowry Markkinen getting 20 plus minutes. And then there's Kevin Love. Now, in, if they were going to go 10 deep, they probably need another wing. So Dylan Windler or the Hammer Denzel Valentine could get into that mix. But I just, in order to get that, that means you're playing like Markkinen under 20 minutes and you're 10 minutes only for Osman in order to get another 10 minute rotation player in. That's pretty tough to do. And I don't really think they're going to do that. So I think they're going to go nine men. Interesting, they're going to start two centers and then bring two power forwards off the bench. Um, but that's how I think it's going to go. Rubio, Osman, Markkinen, and Love coming off the bench for the Cleveland Cavaliers. For the Pistons, at this point, Chris Smith, who is a two-way player for them, he's going to be out for a while with an ACL. But we don't know the status of the depressed penis Sadiq Bay, Cade Cunningham, or Killian Hayes. They're not considered long-term situations. They're all dealing with ankles, apart from Hayes, dealing with a concussion. So if they do miss opening night, they'll be back pretty soon. But I think they're all going to be starters. You're going to have Killian Hayes, Cade Cunningham, Sadiq Bay, Jeremy Grant, and uh, Alf Stewart at centre. Is that you, Mr. Stewart? Well, who the hell else do you think it'd be? Get in here, you pair of flaming galahs. Coming off the bench, going to have three Canadians. Corey Joseph, you're going to have Frank Jackson and Josh Jackson. Trey Lyles and Kelly Olenek. That means that MC Hamadou Diallo is just not going to have um, the option to play. Have a time. I-, I could argue that I would rather have him in there than Trey Lyles, but they're just going for someone with a bit of a bigger body, I guess. And Frank Jackson, Josh Jackson both outplayed Diallo in preseason. So that's how I think it's going to go. It's also, you're not going to have room for Saban Lee on most nights, who's been impressive. But if Hayes is out to begin things, then Lee is going to have a nice role. Luca Garza, Isaiah Livers, Jamorco Pickett, and Rodney Magruder. They're the other guys who will be out of that rotation um, to begin things for this upcoming season. But I'm going to tell you about Bilt Bar. It is the best tasting protein bar ever. They're bringing out delicious flavors left, right, and center. Um, raspberry flavor? Yep. Cookies and cream? Awesome. Coconut? We love it. Strawberry? Cool. Orange, awesome. So many great flavors for Bilt Bar. Plus, cherry and lime, a new one. Lemon, almond, cheesecake, bringing that one back. I saw another new one. It's a cookie dough I think they bring back as well. Some great, great flavors out there. But it's not just about the flavor. They are also healthy. 17 to 18 grams of protein, 130 to 180 calories only, 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Bilt Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, but it's also a protein bar, and it's really good for you. But you can also get them now, 15% off. Head to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15 and save yourself 
15% on your order of Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. Okay, let's get on to the next bunch of teams now. We're looking at the Indiana Pacers. To begin the year, TJ Warren and Karis LeVert will both be out. Warren is going to be out, who bloody knows, weeks. He might not come back until 2022. This has been a very long time for him. And Karis LeVert has been ruled out at least the first week with that fracture in his back. I think it might be longer, but he's going to miss at least the first four games of the season. So I think they'll line up in that first portion of the season with Malcolm Brogdon, who we don't know is actually going to be ready either. He's got an AC issue in his shoulder. Um, rookie Chris Duarte, I think he gets a start. Justin Holiday, he's also dealing with an ankle problem. DeMontis Sabonis and Miles Turner. All right, that's how I think that they line up opening night. And then coming off the bench, TJ McConnell, Jeremy Lamb, who's also dealing with a wrist problem, Tory Craig, O'Shea Brissett, and Goga Badadze. But, actually, that gives me an opportunity to play the Goga, the Goga sound. Problem with my Gogomobile. Gogomobile. No, not the da. Not the da. Instead of Goga, I could very easily see that being Isaiah Jackson. Whoever it is, they're not going to play a ton of minutes, but Isaiah Jackson could be in there. They're also going to have Brad Wanamaker, Keelan Martin, not in that rotation. And then they're two two-ways, Dwayne Washington and Dijon Giroux, which is a very, very difficult uh, name to pronounce. Let's look at the Miami Heat. Victor Oladipo's out maybe December, maybe January that he comes back. Not into a huge role, I wouldn't have thought. So their starters should be, almost definitely, Kyle Lowry, Duncan Robinson, Jim Butler. Because he's my butler. Um, PJ Tucker. And, of course, uh, Bam Adebayo. Bam! 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 Now, Tucker is dealing with a groin problem, so he might miss there. And if he's out, I don't know what they do. Do they start Butler at the forward? Do they put Markeith Morris in there? Do they start Casey Ocpala? I don't know. Off the bench, we know that we're going to have Tyler Hero. Everyone has a hero. True. Hero's been awesome in the preseason. He's going to have a really, really big role. And then I think they're going to run with um, uh, Gabe Vincent and uh, Max Struess, Markeith Morris, and Dwayne Dedman. Struess is the main one that I'm interested in in that group. Um, big opportunity for him early on with Oladipo out. But Hero's going to take on such a big load in, in that bench unit. Guys that aren't in that mix there, uh, it is uh, Okpala, Omer Yurtseven, Caleb Martin, uh, Marcus Garrett, the two two-way guys, and of course, Udonis Haslam, who's just uh, there for decoration at this point. For the Bucks, Dante DiVincenzo will miss maybe the first two months of the year. Now, at this point for opening night, we know their depth is already being tested. Bobby Portis and Shemi Ojale are both out for opening night. I don't know if that's long, how long they're going to be out, but that, that we've talked about that they have real problems in their front court. There is no front court depth. I think that, you know, if we're looking at what's going to happen early on, they're going to play, of course. So this is my projection for how it's going to look. Drew Holiday, Grayson Allen, Chris Middleton. Of course. Giannis, and Brooke Lopez. That's your starting five. And then the bench unit, George Hill, Jordan Wara, Pat Connaughton, Shemi Ojale, and Bobby Portis. But if Ojale and Portis are out, I think Mamu's going to have to play. Shandro Mamakelishvili and Thanasis Antetokounmpo. They're going to have to fill in those spots, I would guess. There's no other big men. Literally no other one, no one else. So Mamu and Thanasis are going to have to play. Um, this leaves Rodney Hood out of the rotation. 
Again, I think Warazel played him pretty clearly. Um, Georgios Kalatzakis, I don't know why he was signed or drafted at all. Hopefully he doesn't play at all this season. And then their other two-way guy, Justin Robinson, is um, is not in the mix, which is you know, to be under- un- understood or understandable. Maybe that's what I'm trying to say. Let's look at your New York Knickerbockers. <clears throat> Nerlens Noel is unlikely to play with knee soreness opening night. That doesn't mean that's going to be long-term, but he's likely going to be out. Mitch Robinson is back. So that's good. He played like 26 minutes in that fir- or that final preseason game. And starters are going to be Kemba Walker, <clears throat> the diseased scrotum, Evan Fournier, Rowan Barrett Jr., the double royal, Julius Randle. And Mitch Robinson. And Mitch Robinson says, I'll take it from here. I thought maybe they'd go with Noel over Robinson, but this fact that Robinson is back healthy and Noel is out to start the season, the same thing happened last preseason, Robinson should hold on to this starting job. Off the bench, Derek Rose, Emmanuel Quickly, Alec Burks, um, Obi Toppin, if I can find my Obi Toppin soundbite. I don't want to hear any more about Obi-Wan. And then Nerland's Noel as the backup five. So Taj Gibson will step into that role uh, while Noel is out early on. And then you've got guys not in the rotation, Juice McBride, Kevin Knox, uh, Wayne Seldon is somehow back in the NBA, Quentin Grimes, and then the two two-way guys, Jericho Sims and Luka Sharmanich, formerly of the San Antonio Spurs. He signed a two-way with the Knicks. For the Magic, this is a tough one. Jonathan Isaac and Markel Fultz will be out to begin the year. The latest report is that Fultz might actually back, be back before Isaac. Isaac's probably not back till December after tearing his ACL in August 2020. That is like a 16th-month recovery. It is amazing. Michael Carter-Williams is also out to begin the year. And Chumura Kiki hasn't played in preseason. So I thought for sure Okiki would just come in and start. But now I don't think he will to begin the year as he hasn't played. And they've liked what they've seen from that dual big man front court. So I think this is how they'll begin the year. Cole Anthony, Jalen Suggs. I think you'll also have your mate Gary Harris. Nice, Gary! You will have Mo Bumba. One, two, three, four, five. And Wendell Carter Jr. starting, I think. Off the bench, RJ Hampton, Terrence Ross, Chumura Kiki, Franz Wagner, and Robin Lopez. Now, when Isaac and Fultz return, two guys have to be moved out of that rotation. I think what will happen is Robin Lopez will come out. One of those centers will move to the bench, and then Isaac will end up starting. And then when Fultz comes back, Maybe by that time they've traded Gary Harris or they've traded Terrence Ross because I don't know how the hell they work that. Is Anthony going to sit out? Probably not. Suggs? Probably not. Hampton? Maybe it has to be. It's going to be really interesting. Carter Williams is not going to play when he comes back, but that's going to be an interesting rotation. The guys I don't have playing, uh, each one more. Flaming Mo Wagner. And Iggy Brazdakis, who is their uh, two-way player, who I think showed a little bit of a flash last season. So let's uh, see how that all looks. For the Sixers, it does look like Ben Simmons is going to play, remarkably. I don't know that for sure, but it does look like he might play. They also have Grant Riller, who's going to be out for, to begin the year. Um, Matisse Thibel should be ready to go opening night, while Shake Milton is listed as questionable. Starters should be Simmons, Curry, Green, Harris, and Embiid. I don't know whether Simmons will play. If he doesn't, of course, Tyrese Maxey just slots in there. For the bench rotation, Tyrese Maxey, Matisse Thybul, they've definitely got roles. 
Andre Drummond, the big avocado, he's the backup center. I think George Niang gets the backup forward role ahead of Furkan Korkmaz, but that could be Korkmaz. And I think Isaiah Joe, who's been one of the standout players in preseason, gets a rotation role ahead of Sheikh Milton. Now, if Simmons is out, Milton will play. But I think that they should be looking at getting Joe some of these minutes. They may not, but that's how I think that they should be doing it and they will be doing it. Let's look at the Toronto Raptors, one of the more confusing rotation teams. We know that Pascal Siakam and Chris Boucher will be out to begin the season. They will obviously play a part when they return. This is how it's looking like it'll be early on. Goran Dragic, Fred Van Vliet, OG Ananobi. But what about Scott? Stop OG. Uh, you better stop OG. Scotty Barnes and Precious Achua. Now, Precious Achua could easily be substituted there for Ken Birch. They're going to play the same sort of minutes. Off the bench, I think it'll be Malachi Flynn. Gary Trent, Svi Mihailuk, Yuta Watanabe, and Ken Birch. Now, Mihailuk and Watanabe, they get the ass when Siakam and Boucher return, pretty clearly. Dragic and Trent can easily interchange in this starting lineup, and Birch and Achua can as well. And you think that when Siakam returns, Barnes moves to the bench. Of course, they could keep Barnes in there and then have Dragic and Trent both play off the bench. But having a Barnes and Anobi Siakam combination, I'm not really sure there's enough excellent shooting in that group to maintain that. So there's a lot that can change with this Raptors team and with this rotation. Now, in terms of guys out of the rotation, um, Isaac Bonga, Sam Decker, Delano Banton, David Johnson, and Justin Champagny. They're the guys who I don't think will be playing every night to uh, to kick things off, although it won't be part of the rotation. And then lastly, the Washington Wizards. Tom Bryant is out. He'll probably be back in January from his torn ACL. Brad Beal is listed as questionable after that uh, knee contusion he suffered in the preseason. While Rui Hachimura is back, he has cleared his uh, COVID protocols. He was out for personal reasons. He's questionable for opening night, but he's not going to be too far away. I think they start this way. Dinwiddie. Brad Beal, Kentavious Caldwell-Pope, Rui Hachimura, and Dan Gafford. Now, I'm confident with Dinwiddie, Beal, and Gafford, they're going to start. I think Hachimura, when he's ready to go, will start. The KCP one is interesting because it could very easily be um, Kyle Kuzma starting at the three, but I think you'd want some shooting in there. Now, Dinwiddie's not a good three-point shooter. Kuzma's not the greatest. Hachimura is not a good shooter. Gafford can't shoot. But also, having Kuzma at the three means you're going to just suck defensively. So I think that I would want Caldwell Pope in there, but that's far from guaranteed. The bench group, I think, will be Aaron Holiday, although that could easily be Hull Neto. Denny Avdia, Kyle Kuzma, Davis Bertans, and Montrez Harrell. I think Bertans' role is going to be not that big this year. There's just too many guys there. Kuzma, Bertans, Hachimura, Caldwell Pope, Avdia. It's too hard to get enough minutes there. Um, they could take Avdia out of the rotation and use Holiday and Neto because there's not many guard-sized players in that bench group. And then when Bryant comes back, I don't know what the hell happens. Gafford has been playing like 30 minutes the last two preseason games while Harrell has been reduced, which is very interesting. I don't know whether they continue that or not, but it was really, really interesting to see. Um, out of the rotation, yeah, at this point, I've got Neto, Corey Kispert, Isaiah Todd, Anthony Gill, and two-way player Cassius Winston. That'll do it. That is the Eastern Conference, how I see all of their rotations playing out. Do you agree, disagree? What do you think that I'm wrong with with all of that? I'll be back later on to do the Western Conference show. Don't forget, 
to follow this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. But if you're on YouTube, give it a thumbs up. Leave your comments down below. Subscribe. I'm almost at 40,000 subs. I want to really hit that before opening night. So if we can get there, that would be great. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.